Welcome to Keeping It Real with Shana Recker, the podcast that shares authentic and unfiltered advice on how to build a dream business online. I'm your host, Shana Recker, business and mindset coach with over eight years experience as an online entrepreneur. I teach women how to turn their passion into their purpose and make a profit online. I keep everything super real here for you guys. Welcome to today's episode. Hey everybody, welcome to Keeping It Real with Shana Recker. I'm really so excited. I'm always excited at the beginning of these episodes, I swear to God, but this time it's even more exciting because I'm chatting with one of my good friends, one of my old colleagues from our corporate days back in the, uh, back in the, I don't know how long, it feels like forever ago. It's like- It was forever ago, a different lifetime. I know, it feels like a lifetime, (laughs) right? Uh, ago, but um, Melissa Dodge is with me today, and Melissa is from now. I said this wrong in my Insta story. I said Ohm Wellness, but how do you pronounce it? Ohm Hale. So think about inhale, exhale, Ohm Hale. Ohm Hale Wellness. Ohm Hale Wellness. I said Ohm Wellness, and I was like, as soon as I said it, I knew it was wrong. Um, So Melissa is um, an amazing Reiki teacher. She's a coach. She's a spiritual guide. She's a yoga practice. Yoga. uh, Yoga. What do you call it? A yoga. A yogi. A yogi. She's a yogi. She's all things that I know in my life that I need to do more of. But gosh, and we're going to talk about this on today's episode too. Uh, I need more of the stuff in my life. But for, for me, it's the first thing that I ditch when I get busy. So we're going to talk about that. But she does coaching. She helps you feel more aligned. She helps you connect. She helps you do all the things that we really need to be doing on a regular basis to be more successful in business, but to be more uh, aware in life and just to be, you know, in a, in a more balanced place. Would you agree? Is that could you, you awesome. expand a little bit on that, on what yeah. you, uh, in our, in our time together, but before we get started, so first of all, welcome. Look at me. I'm, Thank so, you. Place. I'm so happy to be here with you. Oh, I love it. So I want you to just walk us through because you and I, we both had a similar transition where we worked in the corporate nine to five grind And now we're both entrepreneurs working from home, doing the things we love. So can you take us back to how you transitioned from, you know, being in that nine to five gig to where you are today? Looking back, it's so fascinating because it wasn't an immediate transition. It was, and it wasn't. So while I was working in corporate, I was doing yoga training. I was teaching yoga. I was doing Reiki training. I was taking Reiki clients. And so looking back, I realized I was inadvertently preparing myself to transition out of corporate. Mm -hmm. So in the midst of a big corporate shakeup, I said to my my guides, I said to the universe, if I am meant to stay in corporate and have an impact here, then, then that's what I will accept, even though it felt wrong in my body. Mm -hmm. Um, But I got walked out. One day I walked in and they walked me out. And I had that, oh my God, this rug has been pulled out from underneath me. And I walked out of the building. I made it two blocks down the street and went, oh, what a relief. That's awesome. So, right. There's that like, oh my God moment. And there's this oh, now my life can actually start and go in the direction that feels right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's amazing. And so So it was, yeah, you walked out and you went home and like, what happened? How did you go? Cause I, I mean, obviously you knew you wanted to be going down a different path. Mm -hmm. How did you make that path? Like I know you were teaching yoga, but how did you turn it into the business that it is today? Like what, what kind of steps did you like, what was your first thought? What were your, what were you thinking? Like, I got to, now I got to create a website or did you have some of that stuff in place or what was going on there? Yeah. So after I crashed for three months where, uh, my body went, Oh, we're just going to take a break. Literally. I would sit down and wake up three hours later. It was bizarre. My body just shut down. And then there was this like, Holy shit. What do I do? So I think I called you and we chatted (laughs) about what I remember that day. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Sitting on my back deck. So from there I went, okay, I need to figure this out. And so logical step for me was sitting down and trying to, you know, create my own website, creating a a Facebook, a brand, a Facebook, you know, all of that initial stuff. And then started, you know, asking the universe, asking my guides, okay, please put opportunities in front of me that are going to help me grow, that are going to help my business 
And I always, always, always set the intention that whenever I'm doing something, the intention is always bring what I need, bring the clients who need me. Mm -hmm. So going down that path of, of learning to mm -hmm. listen and use my intuition again, because you're working in corporate, you're in a box. Yes. And even and, though, yeah, corporate's like a different world, right? Like it's like oh. you just go in and you kind of are like, like it's like a robot -y thing. It's like, here's my list of to do's. I never, like I sat down on my desk. I never had yeah. to like really overthink what I needed to do that day. It was just like, check off the boxes. And there was like no real, I don't know. You know what I mean? It's like, just so different. And yeah. the funny thing is, and this is after you would left, people would show up in my office crying out of sorts. Yes. So that's where I picked up the coaching. I took a coaching program so that I could actually learn how to coach uh, more professionally. And at the same time, I was having people who were highly intuitive and very gifted mm -hmm. show up in my office. So I remember there was this one day, this um, girl who was a friend of mine, came into my office crying and she's like, I haven't slept in days. I'm like, what is going on? Mm -hmm. She's like, spirits keep coming to me in the middle of the night. Oh. So she is a medium and she didn't know how to handle it. So that's where my mentorship stuff started yeah. where people were exploding with gifts and they didn't know what to do with them. They're yeah. scared. They're lost. So even though I'm in corporate, I was wearing a couple of hats and then nearing the end of my stint in corporate that lasted 23 years, um, I, I had started a breathing break. So I have videos online now on Facebook and my Instagram TV channel, just giving people that breathing break. Yeah. So I had started over lunch on whatever day of the week it was in this one room where people would pop in and we do 10 minutes of breathing. That's amazing. So you started, so it's funny how the universe, like, you know, was starting to give you the signs of what, and, and it's not even that yeah. this is what I truly believe those signs could have been there all along, but you were awakened to them in that moment when you started yeah. like noticing that you were doing breathing classes and that you were like, there were things that were coming to you that you just started taking note of. And I think that's like, to me, I believe that those things come to you, those ideas, those downloads, yeah. those thoughts, or we start to recognize things in our world when we're ready to make a shift or a change or when the universe yeah. is trying to say your path is actually over here. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's like, it actually makes me a little bit emotional talking about it because, you know, we go through these corporate careers and these jobs thinking like that this is what we're meant for because it's what we went to school for. And it's what yeah. like, you know, like it's what's expected is for. Yeah. Right. And then, then we start to get these nudges and these things and we go, okay, well, like it's, it's scary to kind of make those shifts, but if we don't listen to them, we end up in people's offices crying because we're unhappy and we're out of alignment, yeah. you know? And so, yeah. so amazing that you were able to like, you know, to, to know that, like to be able to get this, to get, to be able to get walked out of your office, your building, your job basically. Yeah. And then know that like that actually felt good because now you can go down this path. Yeah. Right? Exactly. So how would people, like what kind of things would people be looking for? Like, let's say the list, let's say the audience who's listening right now and they're like, Oh my gosh, okay. I don't feel like I'm on the right path. Like how, how did they find that? How do they, what are they looking for? What can they ask for that kind of stuff? I, I it goes back to feeling. So mm -hmm. if you feel in your physical body that something isn't right, mm -hmm. it's not. Mm -hmm. So for me, uh, when I was in corporate, I had chronic digestive issues. Mm -hmm. I had headaches. I was in and out of the chiropractor, the physio, all of those things is your body trying to give you a message. So even though I was a yogi and I was teaching yoga and I have my own yoga practice that I do, I was, my body was still not in alignment with what I was doing outside. Mm -hmm. So the aches, the pains, the you know, symptoms for lack of a better word, yeah. were telling me it was time to shift. And so the other piece of that is, again, back to the breathing, when you're sitting at your desk mm -hmm. and you're not breathing, you're not able to connect fully with your body. Mm -hmm. You're not able to connect with your intuition, your guides, the universe. So without that deep connection with your breath, you're not able to listen to mm -hmm. what you're being told. Mm -hmm. So stepping out of 
the noise of life, I would say, and, and find a breath practice. Mm-hmm. So that's how I start every day for me is I sit down and I do uh, my meditation starts off with a breath practice, mm. finding the quiet. And it's a practice. It is a practice. Cause that's one thing yeah. we, were, we were talking about before we started recording was that, you know, for me, like meditation, and I, and I think I actually mentioned in the intro, it's like, I love it. I know I need it. I love the quiet, but when I get busy, it's like, I ain't got time for that. I got to get this yeah. thing done. I got to record this live. I got to do this. I got to do that. Yeah. And then it's like five o'clock and it's like, well, I don't have time for it now, you know? And yet I know it's yeah. the thing that if I make time for it, it will help me get more centered. Like, so how does that work? Like, so it's like one of those things where when you take time to slow down, you actually speed up. Yeah. You, know? you get more done. Yeah. So like, and like, how is that? Like, it's just, it's just because you're taking time to like have better thoughts, make better decisions. Like, would and you you're say- able to listen, you're yeah. able to listen to information that, and you're able to pay attention to it because you're more present mm. and more aware. Mm. And it's about being very much present in what's going on around you. Mm-hmm. So the meditation piece is interesting. You can do it laying in bed. So mm-hmm. you wake up and literally laying in bed, breathe for five minutes before you get up. Mm-hmm. I that can be that. your meditation. And yeah, because that's that was I was going to ask you. How long do you need to be meditating for, or quiet, or breathing for, to in order to make it effective? I think every person is different, and you need to find what works for you. So, and it and it ebbs and flows. So, some days I need you know the busy day where my brain is going. I've got the monkey jumping around. I might sit for twenty minutes and just spend the first twenty minutes of my day doing that. But then there are other days where I get up and I'm breathing for five minutes and I'm like, feel good. Moving on. Yeah. Moving on. And I think the thing that as, uh, and I, I'm going to speak for female entrepreneurs and I know there's some men that probably listen to this too, which we love our guys. But I think for female entrepreneurs, we become almost addicted to the multitasking kind of lifestyle. And so for, for me to, to stop for 20 minutes and do nothing, especially in the middle of a day, I, um, I feel guilty. I feel Mm -hmm. like, Oh, like, well, if I go and lay on the couch for 20 minutes, like there are some days I will do it if I'm exception, feeling exceptionally kind of low energy or whatever, but Mm -hmm. I don't make it a regular thing. Cause I feel like, like, again, like I don't have time for that. I feel guilty. Like I should be doing something else. I need to be, you know, sending that message or that email, creating that thing. And it's the mom guilt, or not the mom guilt, but the entrepreneur part of it. Yeah. Like that yeah. just feel like, so we need to ditch that. We need to ditch that. So one of the, when you say taking a break for 20 minutes, take a five minute break. Mm-hmm. So there are times where I'm sitting in front of my laptop and I'm like, oh my God, I need to write this blog post. Oh my God, this, this, this Facebook post is not flowing. Yes. If I get up and sit down in a different room in my studio, which is away from my desk and just come back to my breath, something will click. So I will ask for my guides. I will look for guidance. I'll say, okay, guys, like, what does this blog post look like? Mm -hmm. And then I'll go back to my desk and it just flows out. Mm. See, now there's the reason right there to to go and I feel that a lot of times during the day, it's like, I'm trying to write an Instagram post. I'm trying to sound all inspiring. And it's like, it's not flowing and it's feeling forced and all of those things. And that's, yep. it. so when you are forcing something, that's the energy you're putting into your post or whatever you're writing. So by stepping back and finding flow again, that's the vibration you're going to be putting out there. So that goes back to what I was saying before about intent. There has to be intent in what you're doing. I intend this post to yeah. reach the people who it needs to reach. I love that. Yes, I love that. So that's a couple of things I want to talk about. So let's talk about that first because I wrote down um, about asking for what you want. And so, you know, in, in doing that, so like saying to the universe, and it, I think that there's, there's a way to do this Right. And I I don't want to say there's a way to do it wrong, but I, I've recently um, been asking, instead of saying, I want my business to be successful, or I want to make X amount of, you know, dollars this, this month or this quarter. And yes, I think we have to have goals and, mm-hmm. yeah. but what I've been shifting in my language is put me or like put, I want to help, you know, as uh, uh, 50 people this month be better 
you know, in their business. Like I, instead of asking for a dollar amount, I'm asking for people to serve. Do you know what I mean? Awesome. So I've shifted the way that I've been asking the universe for stuff because ultimately, right. It's, it's what we give is what we get back. And, and I, to put just a dollar amount on, it feels kind of like, uh, I'd rather like, I want to be able to inspire millions of people yeah. through my work. So instead of asking for a dollar amount, I'm asking for the people that, that are looking for me. Right. So yep. what, what are yep. some other things that people can ask for when we're talking to our guides? And then I want you to explain a little bit about the guides and who they are and what they do and all that. Kind yeah. of stuff. So what kind of yeah. things are asking for and how do we, how do we do that in a way that's it's even simpler than what you're talking about when you're looking to manifest something huge. It's even as simple as finding an alignment with a date. So let's say um, you're looking at creating a workshop or a retreat and you're not really sure what the right timing is to reach the right people who need your message to help you grow your business and all of those intentions. So I will sit down and say, when is the best time and you know, all, whatever the wording is that resonates with you to create alignment and, and like picking a date is even something like, like that. So I'll give you an example. I was hosting, I don't know, I think it was January or the beginning of February. I do this thing called yoga with wine and it's a girl's night where you get together and you drink wine and do yoga at the same time, which I love it. So much fun. So I picked a date and I didn't ask, I just picked the date. And so I was sitting in meditation one morning and I'm like, one of the questions I ask every morning is what do I need to know for today? Mm. And I was told you need to cancel that yoga with wine night. I'm like, Oh guys, that gets so much fun. Like, what are you doing to me? So I didn't cancel it. Next day I sit in meditation, same thing, same question. What do they tell me? Cancel the yoga night. That's hilarious. I had just, so after the third time, I'm like, okay, I get it. So I went and I, on Facebook, canceled it, took it off. And I don't question why. So it's not for me to know the why, it's them to guide me. And so it turned out there was an ice storm that night. Oh my gosh. So think about the amount of work it is. You have to, you know, I have to come up with my yoga sequence and go yeah. by the wine and, and promote, promote, get people to come in. I avoided all of that extra work by just listening to what they had to say. And I, and, and on top of that too, right? Like I always think of like, if I keep this and there's a snowstorm, cause I do lots of events and things like that. And there's weather, right? Like yeah. I wouldn't be able to live with myself if somebody drove to my event and I didn't cancel it. And then they got into some sort of accident or something like that. So it's almost like, sometimes it's like the, like, I feel like those messages that come to you, it's like, there's a bigger thing going on above oh, yeah. us. You know what I mean? Like somebody's got their hands in there and they're moving stuff around going, okay, this can't happen. Cause this is, you know what I mean? Yep. And I think that's not, that's sometimes why we get those messages, but I love that. What do I need to know for today? That's a great question for that first five minutes when you're lying in bed and you wake up. Cause I like to wake up and, and just say, you know, thank you. Like, thank you. Yes. Today. Thank you for, you know, my health, my family's health. You know, I kind of just run through a quick list but that's a great way to kind of at the end of that list go, okay, what do I need to know today? And then just be still for five minutes. And you may not get an answer in that five minutes, but what might happen is the answer might unfold over that day. Yes. I love that. Or just be, be open yeah, and be open and listening to what comes in, right? Like just listening yeah. to those little, what we call downloads that are coming from, you know, whatever you call it kind of thing. I love that. Yeah. Now, now the guides, because I know I'm a big user of uh, cards and crystals, and I believe that, that we all have um, spirit guides around us that are helping us move in, and, and decipher things. So can you give us, shed a little light on that for those who may be listening to this going like, who? What? What? <laughs> what? Yeah. I'm not there's, alone there's here? There's spirits around me? <laughs> Speaking of which... Sorry, that is not a spirit guy. I love your dog, by the way. Can you tell us about your dog really quick? You guys have to Oh my God. Oh, she's going back to bed. Her name is Gemma. She's my assistant. She's a little rescue wiener dog. And um, I don't know what that was. She's very adorable. So uh, you'll see her 
frequently posted. <laughs> I love it. Those tiny little legs and she's just like, do, 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 do. I love it. Yeah. You could probably hear her clicking across the floor. Yeah. All right. Spirit guide. So it's so funny because I live this life where it, to me, it's just normal. I talk to my guides all day, every day. I'm like, okay. And that's why I say, Hey guys, like, what do I need to know today? Or what is the date that I need for X event? Yeah. And so it was funny because I was talking to a friend of mine who is in a yoga class and I said something about her guide and she's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. She's like, I have no idea. So I realized then that people actually don't know about their guides. So everybody has guides, whether you know about them, acknowledge them or work with them, you have them. Yeah. However, we have free will. Mm. They cannot intervene mm. unless we ask for their support. Mm. Okay. So everybody, some people call it a guardian angel. Whatever word that resonates with you is, is fine. So I have three main guides who I work with. And what's been happening lately with my own plus, that's another story, um, and my Reiki clients is the guides are really coming through strongly. They are desperate to work with people. Mm. So their sole purpose is to support you on your journey. Mm. And we're ignoring them. <laughs> Most of us are ignoring them. Yeah. yeah. And even me, some days I'm like, hey, I'm just going to you know, schedule this yoga thing. And they're like, what are you doing? That's a dumb idea. So, <laughs> <laughs> That's an so, so we, they're there. So they're there around yeah. us. We yes. just to basically talk to them more often, ask them questions for guidance and stuff like that. Yeah. And then listen, so the question I ask in the morning is what do I need to know today is really me asking the guides mm -hmm. and then they're going to communicate in whatever way they see fit. So sometimes you have to be super specific. For instance, um, what do I need to know today when you're just starting out mm -hmm. and provide the information to me in a clear and concise way so that I can understand what's going on. Because mm. sometimes they're giving you these signs and you're like, oh, what is that? Yeah. I, don't I don't understand. Yeah. So you mentioned cards. Cards are a really great way of communicating with your guides. Okay. And so you just, it's the same thing. You ask the cards the question and then, and, and I do find with the cards, like if I feel really centered and connected and I've actually spent some time meditating before or just spent some time quiet you know, I feel like the answers I get are more clear to me than if I'm just like in a panicky state and I'm like, yeah. I need to know about, should I, should I this or this or whatever? And I grab my cards and I flip it. Sometimes I feel like it doesn't, it doesn't. Yeah. You're not really going to get that clear and concise message because you're scattered and you're yeah. not centered enough to get the information. The right answer. So, yeah. So that's the other thing is I will take my, my deck and I'll, sh I'll show you in a second. So I, I pull cards pretty much every morning. I, I mean, I ask if today is a day to pull a card. Sometimes I pull a card and it sits with me on my desk for a week. Mm -hmm. So shuffling mm -hmm. and I'll say, what do I need to know today? That's one question that you can take to your cards. The other is, um, oh, there's so many questions. It's so hard because like, what do I need to know today is the biggest one. And the other one is thank you guides and angels for providing me with the information I need. Mm -hmm. Even if you don't have something specific, they know you, you work with them, you're calling them in all the time, mm -hmm. and then you offer. So I will, I'll explain this. So I brought this card. So okay. you, for your listeners who can't see, the card is called Spring. It's see your seeds grow. So I don't know if you can see that can one. See rabbit on it. And it's yeah, beautiful. it's got flowers. It's beautiful. Really? It's really pretty. And so that was my card this morning because I knew I was chatting with you today and I have some other stuff going on. So it's really all about, am I doing the right things yes. for my business? And this confirmed that I'm planting the right seeds. You're planting the right seeds in this thing. And yeah. I have to have a scrunchie on today that makes me look like I have rabbit ears. So yes. I don't know. I think like that. <laughs> That's awesome. Like I so love crazy. it. Um, I love it. I do. And I, and I do, I do think that there's so much that goes like, I think that intuition, like that intuition, that, that internal nudge that we have to do things or not do things or cancel the event or whatever, yeah. whether you, whether you believe in spirit guides or don't, like you said, they're always yeah. there. You can, your intuition is 
those guides, I believe, speaking to you, right? Yeah, 100%. Thoughts, those those things that you get, those feelings that you get. And even when you're doing the cards, it's like when you flip the card, I always, what I try and do is pay attention to what thoughts immediately come to me and without judgment. So it's like if I flip a card and regardless of what it says, but the visual makes me go, oh, this, this Mm -hmm. is what it's saying. And even if I read the description and the description maybe doesn't quite match, my initial reaction is what I go by as far as I believe the message was for me. In the, in the perfect. In the, okay, I'm doing it right. <laughs> There's no wrong. There's no yeah, wrong. True. And like I always go back to if it feels right. So part of it is stepping out of that logical brain that says, I need to plan the event and it needs to be on this date. Well, if you're aligned, then it will feel right. Yeah. But if you're not aligned or your guides are saying, that's not the right timing for you and what you're trying to accomplish, mm-hmm. they'll put roadblocks up or you'll get messages like literally knocking you on the head. I had one friend recently who uh, fell down and hit her head and she was resisting something and she needed that reminder mm. to stop. So sometimes when we don't listen, there are blocks that get put yes. up for us. I call it the, the feather, the brick, and the, the Mack truck. It's like this oh, line. Yeah. It's like first you get the feather and it's like, hey, maybe you shouldn't do that. Like, you know, you might get like something, a little note, you know, a thought or something minor will happen. And then there's the brick where it's like, hey, you shouldn't do that. Like maybe you get into a fender bender on your way to something that you really shouldn't be going to, or I don't know. Mm-hmm. something. And then there's the Mack truck. It's like, you haven't listened by the third time like you're going to get it hard and fast and you're going to know that you're not yeah. supposed to be going down that road for, for whatever reason it is. So listen to the feathers is what we're saying. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Because right. otherwise you're pushing if, the get out of your logical brain. That's why the breathing and connecting to your mind and body is so important. It connects you to your spirit, your spirit guides. Yes. And then, so you've got to take the time to, to connect there and listen so that you don't get the Mack trucks. Right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I will meditate every day for five minutes. I promise you heard it here, but Um, you're doing it. You're doing it already. Shana, you're in bed. You're asking your questions. You're doing your affirmations, your gratitude practice. That's all part of the meditation. Yes. And same with the journaling too. Like I'm a big believer and I, and I coach this out too when I'm talking about mindset to my students and stuff is about journaling. Um, And I do this at night before I go to bed is like, I'm so happy and grateful now that, and I write about things that I want to see in my life and how I want to feel and stuff. And I don't, um, I try not to premeditate what I'm going to write. I just kind of start writing and letting it flow. And even in that, that just that quiet of just writing pen to paper, it's like, I'm not thinking about, you know, work or the thing I got to do tomorrow or anything like that. I'm just kind of writing and having fun with it. And I just, yeah. I'm, I'm, I even think that's kind of a form of meditation. In yeah, it. absolutely. Yeah. Just having that time to journal and write and be grateful and, and thankful for, you know, what's happened in the day and just, you know, recentering kind of thing. So even that too. So, um, now that you're an entrepreneur and you're on your own and you're doing this business and you're coaching people and you're having Reiki, you've got Reiki, um, clients coming in, you teach Reiki, you teach yoga. So you've got all of these aspects of your business. Now, what would you say has been the biggest struggle in building your online business and build, cause it is an online, I mean, yes, you have clients, but there's the online aspect yeah, for your huge. audience and all those things. So what would you say has been your biggest struggle and how are you working through that? That's a really great question. Um, it's, it, there's, there's a couple of things going on for me in that space. So I'm a massive introvert. I'm quite happy to sit in my house by myself, meditating <laughs> for hours on end. But when you're, when I'm, I need to put myself out there. Yeah, as I say, more online. You and I are talking about, you know, go do a live, um, but also connecting with people in a networking capacity. So I have really had to consciously find ways to go out into the world. So I teach at another yoga studio just to create connections with other people, and they're all fabulous. And I've met some new clients and some new friends that way. Um, I also volunteer at a local organization running their wellness program. Again, putting myself out there, connecting with new people. Um, So that for me has been been interesting because I spent so long in a corporate environment 
forced to be an extrovert, which was not in alignment with me. Yeah. Uh, and well, so, especially and then you, I retreated. Doing the things that you don't necessarily love. Like it's one thing if you're being right. an extrovert and go out and meet people because it's you're it's something that you're aligned with. But when you're not yeah. aligned with it, it's like torture. Yeah. Yes. So for me, going out and doing things that are in alignment with me has been so amazing because I have met some some fabulous people. Mm-hmm. So that took me a while. And then the online thing has been interesting. So the growth has been, you know, a bit slower than I would like, but then I'm putting judgment on myself and I need to just let it unfold and allow, you know, the universe and my guides to to put the things in front of me when I'm ready while also creating that inspired action we all talk about as entrepreneurs. We still need to be in action, showing up, showing the universe that we're serious about what we're doing. Yes. And pushing through the fears. Cause I know that we've talked about that for you, like going live and like the whole thing about going live and cause you do these great videos and we're going to post all the links for Melissa. So you guys can follow her on Facebook and on Instagram. She does Instagram TV. Um, but a lot of the stuff that you do is you record it and then you upload it. And I know like, I mean, gosh, the Facebook algorithms, the Instagram algorithms, all these algorithms that are changing the wind. Um, you know, it's hard, but like Facebook favors the live and all those things. And there's a lot of fears that we have to push through as entrepreneurs to do the things that maybe don't feel comfortable. But I always say that there's, there's fear in like, this is not for you. Like it's, you're getting that like not good gut feeling, but then there's also fear that you can feel in your gut, but you know that if you pursue it and you push through it, that it's going to lead you somewhere good. And so it's like being scared of the bear that's going to eat you or being scared of going live. Like those are two different fears. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Got to decipher like, okay, are you afraid to go live because you're, you think it's going to absolutely kill you? Or do you think it's going to be scary because you have to put yourself out there? But when you do it and you realize it's not so scary, you actually grow and you become better and better, better, right? Yeah. Yeah. In, uh, in my, in my Reiki, the Reiki component of, of my business, I have a, a group for my students. And so my business partner uh, and I, who, who doing the Reiki stuff together, we were doing a live and it was really interesting. So this goes back to the universe trying to push me or my guys trying to push me. Yes. So the very first time that I ever go live, my business partner's internet goes down. <laughs> I am running this live by myself. And yeah. I'm like, there's like, there's the force. There's like more than yeah. a feather. You're being pushed. Yeah, this is and I did it. Yeah. So whatever. I'm over the hump of doing the live for yeah. me. It's more like, okay, how can I, it's, it's a logistical thing now yeah. that I need to get yeah. over. Yeah. It's like, how do I do this, but put it in all the spaces at the same time, you know? And yeah. it's, you know, that's the thing I, I talk about a lot with my students in the mastermind is about repurposing content. It's like, how can I do this yeah. once and then push it into all the places and spaces so that I'm not, so I'm maximizing my time and leveraging. Yeah. Um, and I know that's one of the things like there's one of my favorite books is Gary Vee's book called crushing it. And that's what he talks about. It's like, it's like getting yourself into all the spaces. And I mean, I don't, I'm, I'm a believer that you don't need to be everywhere because I think that it's mm-hmm. too hard to master. Like I, I haven't even looked at Snapchat. Like my kids use Snapchat, like a, like crazy. They yeah. keep telling me, mom, it's not for you. Like, you just don't like, you know, cause I'm trying to figure it out. Right. Like I'm asking them questions. I'm like, so I'm trying to understand, like I'm trying to understand the logic behind it because I feel like I need to prepare myself and my business to possibly enter into that platform. If, if that's something that I need to go to. And so I'm trying to understand it. And every time I ask them a question, they're like, mom, like, I'm not going to explain it to you. Like, it's just, you just don't get it. And like, I'm like, I'm offended by that. I'm like one of the most technical people out there, but I'm like, I just want to understand why you need to take a picture of like the ceiling and send it to somebody like, you know, um, so I haven't gone there yet, but it's, it is, it's, there's a lot of things that you can enter yourself into, you know, platforms and stuff to show up. And I believe that the more you can kind of do, like, I know you just started a YouTube channel, which is amazing because that's a great way to repurpose the videos you're uploading to IGTV. Um, so that's super smart. So it's finding the platforms that you can master easily, Mm -hmm. um, and get really good at those first few before you start moving into, you know, other places like Snapchat and Pinterest and all of those things to try and yeah. to try and get found and, and to grow your network and stuff and podcasting. Like I think podcasting, yeah. 
It's absolutely been one of my favorite platforms because I love to talk, but I also find that more and more of the listeners, and this is something that I don't know if you looked into or wanting to do, but you absolutely should. Um, more of my listeners and more of my audience are finding me through the podcast. Oh, amazing. Yeah. I have all these ideas. That's the thing about being an entrepreneur. I have this whiteboard with sticky notes with a million ideas. And then I wait, I literally look at it and then I ask which ones do I need to start working on next? Yeah. So the YouTube channel was what was on the list. Into the, onto the ground, you're like, oh, They're done. that's the one. <laughs> or <laughs> that's the one that needs to go. Yeah, or that's the one you got to get. <laughs> I, love it. I love it. So that's been your biggest challenge. And so you're overcoming it by just working through it and trying yep. to just do it a little bit here and there to, to kind of, to kind of do that. What's your favorite part about your business? What are the, what's the thing that you love to do the most that really like you feel like when you're doing it, you're like, yes, this is what I'm here for. Yeah. Honestly, that's my own plus. It is, it's so amazing to watch people evolve. So own plus is energy healing Mm. with coaching and spiritual mentorship. Okay. So connecting people to their guides Uh, helping them learn how to communicate with their guides has been unbelievable because people are like, what do you mean I got a guide? I'm like, well, it's not that your guide is like knocking me. Like I really want to help you. Um, So it's really beautiful to watch as someone's laying on my Reiki table and we're coaching what starts to flow for them. The realizations for people are really beautiful. They're like blowing up blocks, looking at their barriers questioning things that they'd never thought to question what they were doing before. Mm. So it's so, it's so beautiful and rewarding for me as their, their, you know, human guide and their coach to just watch it all unfold for them. I love that. And now is that something that you can do? Um, I know you do it in your house cause I know you have yeah. the studio there, but is that also something you can do virtually? If people- Yes, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Do that through. Yeah. Technology has really changed the game for all of us in business. It really has. Yeah, it's just made it so much easier for us to have online businesses. Um, so now that you're you're so you're you've got this online business, you're at home. What's the thing that you value the most about having your own business versus mm. the corporate grind? Like, I mean, there's so many. Where where did where did you like? Where do you wake up every morning and be like so grateful? You know, like what's the thing for you? Freedom. Hmm. That has been my biggest gift. I always felt before, like I lived this very regimented, structured life. I got up at the exact same time and then I followed this routine to the end of the day. Yeah. And then I'd fall on the couch exhausted. Yeah. And then same thing the next day. Well, now, um, for instance, these lovely women contacted me and they're like, yeah, we're training for a 10K and we are really tight. We want to try yoga. So I'm like, hey, come on over. So they come over and we do a half hour stretching class for them. Like, because I am free to do that or, um, you know, someone is, is having a really, really tough time health wise or, or spiritually. And they'll call me up and say, can I come, can I pop by for a Reiki treatment? Okay. Here's some free times. Whereas before I'd be like, okay, well I'm in meetings from here to here, but I'm free next Thursday at nine o'clock. Come over then. Like, it's, it's, it's the freedom is so amazing. It's, it's the thing that I wake up when I'm grateful. I wake up every day thankful that I get to plan each hour, each moment, each minute of my day. Even though there are commitments and things that I have, like I'm making the choice to have those commitments in my calendar. And, and I know there's a lot of people out there who are working full time and trying to make their online hustle or their network marketing business or their coaching business, trying to do them both. And, and I, you know, my, advice and I'm sure you can agree is just to like keep don't like don't give up if your online hustle is what you're that's your thing and that's what you want to make happen like keep going because like what you said the universe conspires for those who know where they're going you said as soon as like you started doing these things the universe was like okay she's serious like this is happening for her and then the things start to come the situations the circumstances the people the the stuff you start to be aware of the ways that you can actually make your hut your hustle you know start to replace your income and then you can let go of that that corporate yeah. thing so yeah and it's also alignment too and you think about from an energy energetic standpoint if you're in alignment with the stuff you're doing outside of your day job 
Yeah. It's going to give you energy. So when I was in corporate, I was teaching yoga after work and I would be so energized after, you know, a full day of work, but then I've taught two hours worth of yoga and I would be so energized. And so, you know, even though I had what I would call my, the soul sucking job, it just, it wasn't for me. It's for lots of people, but it wasn't for me, the, the soul sucking job, and then moving into things that felt more in alignment with me. So if you're still in a corporate job and you're not feeling like it's in alignment, but you're doing stuff outside of work that is in alignment, mm-hmm. you're going to have a lot more energy. Yeah. So use that, use that energy to mm-hmm. keep building that, that yeah, your momentum. Yeah. And then, you know, hopefully at some point, you know, if that's the right path for you, you're going to get that nudge to say, it's time to break off and like take the risk and do this. Because I know for me leaving corporate, I left corporate for my network marketing business. And I remember like that conversation with Jason feeling like sick to my stomach going like, I'm letting go of the security of like, like benefits and all these things. And it's like, but I knew, like, I just knew in my heart that going back, like that would have, it would have crushed me. It would have like you said, it would have sucked the soul out of me. And I had this opportunity and it was like the minute I made that decision and a decision is so powerful. The minute I made that decision and I handed in my resignation, everything that I wanted to happen that year in my, my network marketing business, it like, it literally took off. And I, you know, I'm eight years later being an entrepreneur now of two businesses and I've yet to look back. So there's so much power that comes with making that decision when the time is right you know, the time was just right for me then. So it's yeah. like being, being centered, asking for what you need, all the things we've talked about here. Yeah. But I, you think you nailed it when you said it was, it was from your heart. Yeah. So making decisions and from your heart, if it, and that's such a hard thing to explain what that means. You just kind of know, so you're sitting in your meditation or you're sitting in a meeting and it just feels like shit. Mm-hmm. It is shit. Yeah. Listen to your heart and that will guide you. Yeah. And that's why I always say decision is a feeling. It's not just words. Like, cause I've seen a lot of people in my, in my career, I want to do this. Or I'm going to have this, or I'm going to make this happen this year. And it's like, they're saying the words, but mm-hmm. if you made the decision in here, it almost becomes a little bit of an, obs- it, not almost, it does. It becomes an obsession. It's like, this is what I'm doing. And I am not stopping until I get there. You know, it's like, this is right. what's happening. And, uh, but there's no there. We're all yeah. on a journey, oh, yeah. and we just keep growing and evolving and learning. And there's no there. Yeah, it's funny. That was oh. my podcast I just launched on Monday. It was like you, the way to the way to learn the game or the way to master the game is just you got to keep playing the game. You just got to keep showing up, keep yeah. doing things, keep trying the stuff. You know, keep putting your courses out there, keep building, keep trying. And there is a moment in time where something's going to click. And then you have this like quantum leap in your business where all of a sudden you look back and you're like, like everything's just bustling and you know, the income's coming in and all the things and you're like, how did I get here? You almost can't even see it. It happens so fast. Um, so I love that. I love that. So if you, if you could, um, you know, as we're, we're rounding out here now, I know you had some cards there. Oh yeah. You want to, um, do you want to do that? Yeah. Melissa's going to draw a card for the listeners right now. So as I'm talking, I want you all to think of a question that you have that you want an answer for, whether it be business or personal, can we say both? Yeah. So what I'm just going to set the intention that the card we pick or that is picked for us is for the collective knowledge of everybody who listens to this podcast. Okay. How's that? This is good. So whatever message comes up, you need to just take it and what comes up for you is Mm -hmm. the right message. And the thing about cards is like you said, sometimes the picture resonates and that's the message. Sometimes you pick up the book and there's a word that jumps out at you. And it's, it's, that's what the message is that you need that day. It may not be the whole message. It may not be the whole picture, but there's something there. Mm -hmm. And people often look at that and go, Oh, that's not for me. Well, there's still something in there. And then maybe a week from now, you'll be like, oh yeah, that's why I got that card. Yes. So don't question it. Trust. Trust at the message you get. And what deck is this? This is my Keepers of the Light. And it's funny because I was told by my guides we needed to use this deck today. I never use this with clients. This is my personal deck. So we were told, I was told we needed to have these pulled out for us today. So I always just shuffle and say... Thank you, guides, angels, 
for providing us with the information that we need to know. And usually, often, a card will either jump out or I'll just know when we need to stop shuffling. Yep, there's our card. Ah, so the card we got is higher learning. Oh, <laughs> can you show us? Okay. Oh, so that. for people who are listening and not watching us, it is you have learned from experience. Mm. More inner study is now required to further progress. And I'm not even going to attempt the name of this particular angel, um, but he's quite lovely and he's surrounded by blue light and some beautiful geom. I'm not, you know, into uh, sacred geometry, but there is some mm -hmm. sacred geometry on this card for us as well. I love that. That actually, so, really yeah. And I mean, it's perfect for what we're talking about today. Absolutely. Um, and I believe that it's funny. I recorded this podcast yesterday because sometimes I get these like whims to like, Oh, that's what you should talk about on the podcast. And I'll just like, you know, hit record and go. And, and it was always about, and it was about, um, you know, not having to be necessarily a certified something in order to show up and have, uh, some sort of a coaching business or having a business that helps and serves people to some capacity. And that there are so many people out there who have had experiences in life that, um, that they want to help people because they've been mm -hmm. through something and that they're there, they have that sort of that, that fraud sort of thing going on with them that, um, where they don't want to show up because people will see that they don't have a certificate that says that they're a certified coach or a this or a that. And so they can't help people because they're, they're not, but to know that your experiences can be enough to be able to show up in a space and to be able to help and serve people to a capacity. So don't let that, um, that, you know, holds you back. So that card is basically like, you've learned lessons, like there's things yes. you've learned and you need to like use them to help and serve in the world. And so I just think that that just is this, that to me was like, Hey, you need to go release that podcast episode. Yeah. I'm perfect. That's perfect. And that's a great segue into both of them, post them yeah. together. Yeah. yeah. But it goes back to your, to your point experience. You are enough. Yes. Yes, exactly. And you and I chatted before this, this, um, before we hit record and I was to think of it an even deeper question that goes with that card. And I did get the answer I was looking for in that card. Brilliant. So yes. after this, I will send you, I'll text you the picture of the book and yes. that card. I would like to yes, dig into it further. I love it. I love it. Awesome. Okay, Melissa. So if we were to get like a final couple pieces of advice for you. So thinking about, you know, the people who are listening, a lot of them are working full time plus have an online side hustle. Yeah. You know, they maybe are looking to make the transition that you've made. Um, maybe they're looking to be more centered. What would be like your top, you know, couple tips just to round out this conversation to help people move into their purpose? Just, yeah. just two tips. Oh my God. Well, you can, you can, I mean, <laughs> we can hey, talk for I another hour. As many as so, you can pull. <laughs> well, but it, for me, a lot of it comes back to connecting to your breath. So even if you're spending five minutes in the morning in bed, connecting to your breath, five minutes at night, that's it. There's your meditation. People are always saying to me, I can't meditate. My mind is too busy. Just start. And start breathing. Your breath is that like you're you're counting and you're listening. Like is that what if you that works for you? It really is just noticing it and then getting it deeper. So we all slouch. We're not getting air in the lower part of our body, and so we're cutting off. You know, in yoga we call breath prana. It's mm -hmm. your life force, mm -hmm. and if you're not replenishing your life force with your breath through conscious breathing. Think about how stale and stagnant and achy your body is going to be. And so that's why moving into a breath practice for me has been, has been key. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a whole nother podcast about how I ended up, you know, teaching breathing for people. But to me, it's everything. And that's why I've created the, the series. I post one every week just to guide people through their breath. Yeah. And then the other one is just to start. So not just starting breathing, but starting anything in your business. So, I mean, you had to listen to me when I first started frozen, like, I don't know what to do. Just start. And I think you probably even said that to me, just start. And so yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> just, <it is. laughs> I'm sure. So yeah. just, even if it's something very small, take that step and go. 
I love it. I love it. And you just have to be open to what it leads you to, you know, and, um, yeah. yeah, And trust, trust that the universe has your back, trust that your guides have your back and work with them. So without you talking to them or asking them for their help, and I always come at it from a place of gratitude. Thank you so much for, you know, putting me in front of the right people today mm-hmm. who need my services or who I can help in whatever capacity they need today. That's absolutely, I love that. And that's, that's a, such a great way to start your day to, you know, ask to be put in front of the people that you can serve. Cause that's at the end of the day, what it's about, right? It's about helping yeah. about you growing personally, but then us taking what we've learned and help other people with it. And so mm-hmm. of that, the universe has put you on this path. Cause you know, knowing you in the corporate world and knowing you today, like, I feel like this is like, you are just a different person. Like to me, this is like, you're so in alignment, you're glowing. You're just like, you seem like just such a more centered I don't know. There's just something different about the way they, and, and I'm, you know, like then the corporate days where we were like, you know, pass each other in the halls or going to a meeting, like, you know, copy this and that and everything, all this stuff. So, um, I'm so happy that the universe has, um, has, you know, moved you into this place. Cause I feel like it's just, it's so, it's so good. I love it. Um, okay. So where can everybody find you? I'm going to put it in the show notes, but let's just okay. say it out here too. So you're on Instagram. Instagram. Um, I'm at Omhale Wellness. Okay. I'm on Facebook as the same at Omhale Wellness. YouTube. Um, I'm still trying to figure that one out. I think okay. it's under Melissa Dodge. And then there's Omhale Wellness okay. uh, with my with my logo uh, on the banner. You can also find me, uh, let's see, Instagram TV for breathing videos. And then if you happen to be in London, you can find me You know, in my studio where I do teach yoga and yeah. then I'm also teaching some breathing workshops around the city and all of my events are posted on my Facebook page. In London, Ontario. And yeah. um, I'm seeing some sort of online breathing course or something coming in your future, some sort of thing that you know people could possibly purchase and download and do all that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's in the works, but before that, I'm actually going to be posting on YouTube, a free mini course on yoga. So just moving from the couch to a mat and creating breath and gentle movement. And there will be lots of special appearances by my assistant. I love it. Oh, your, yeah. your dog. <laughs> your dog needs to be that wasn't planned. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> the most adorable little thing ever. And she's got a great story because I know you rescued her, which I love that. And, um, she's just, yeah, she's part of your brand for sure. Yeah. I love it. Whether I want her to be or not, she definitely is. <laughs> yeah. She's She makes sure she's heard and seen when you come to like any of your stuff, like you, when you're holding on to her and she's there and she's barking and doing all the things. So I love it. I love it. Melissa, thank you so, so much. This has been so helpful. It's been, it's actually, it's like my mindset's right now going like, okay, Shana, it's time to get serious about the whole meditation, breathing yoga, get back into that. Cause it's so important. And I know when I'm doing it, I do feel better. So um, this has been a great reminder for me as well. And I hope the listeners uh, as well. So thank you so much for all your tips and advice and sharing your story and all the stuff. And everybody go check her out. Um, If you guys have found some great value in this episode, you guys, and you're listening to this on your phone, screenshot this episode share it in your stories and make sure you tag both Melissa and I so we can send you some love back. And um, just thank you so much for being here. Thank you. This has been amazing. This is so much fun. All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll talk to you soon. Bye for now. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope you got such great value from this episode. But before you go, I want to ask you, have you ever wanted to start your own online business, build your own brand, help others with what you've experienced, but haven't the first clue of where you even begin? Are you tired of putting it off year after year out of fear? Because girl, I have something that can help you. I want to invite you to head over to shanarecker.com and pick up my new free guide to starting your online hustle. In this guide, I teach you how to build your online business step-by-step. Everything you need in order to get your business started and in the online space. Check it out at shanarecker.com. Okay, guys, that's it for now. Until next time.